Yes, today I'm once again rejoined by the legendary sports writer, Bob Ryan. Bob, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? I'm just waiting for game three. Uh, now I'm fine. Yeah, so y'all can't wait. The Celtics are back in the finals again. How's it feel for you seeing the Celtics back, back on top in the finals? Uh, it's fine. It wasn't something I truly expected when the playoffs started. I, I had right. picked Milwaukee to win the East, uh, followed by Miami. I thought that Celtics had the third best chance uh, at all. And it was, you know, so obviously I'm very happy, pleasantly surprised. But I think I think we spoke back in January. We were talking about how they were going through a slump at the time. Yep. And well, it, yeah, um, they turned it around, and, and since then they've been the most successful team in the league. I won't say the best. Yeah. If they win, they'll be the best. But they've, they've been, you know, win loss wise, everybody knows they've been the most successful. Their metrics, offense and defense, were number one uh, since that point. Uh, they, uh, everything fell into place uh, for whatever reason. Uh, you know, everything fell into place. Uh, Tatum and, uh, and Brown figured it out how to work together. Tatum figured out uh, how to how to best to play. Marcus Smart became a true point guard. Uh, Grant Williams found his role, and Robert Williams, who's a very yeah. important part of the puzzle, got on the floor. When he's on the floor, they're, they're, they're a very different team. Yes, yeah, so we saw that when he played in Miami Heat, when he did get the Bama Bayer, so Bama was going off, and then he came back, and he suddenly could lead down, throw him off his game. Yep, he's, but, you know, he is. it's clear that uh, by Game 7 he was not the same, and he didn't look right. the same the other right. day. And <laughs> I don't know if, the, if there's enough time off in between games now. Uh, you know, but it's going to be an issue, um, and, and it makes a hell of a difference because he, he obviously is a, is a, a, a tremendous shot blocker, rim, rim protector, uh, alley-oop finisher. Uh, it gives him a dimension that they don't have otherwise. Definitely. Yeah, the Celtics rose to the finals. They went through the Nets. They went through the Bucks, and they went through the Miami Heat. Um, he talked about their path to the finals and where they blocked down each team's best, best offensive player. Yeah, they were, and they and they seem to outlast people too. I think uh, Giannis had, had to play a lot of minutes. Yeah. Well, first, we start with we start with uh, Kevin Durant. They they really frustrated him at times, and we kept yeah. waiting for him to have the breakout game. I know he had a thirty-one point game, but he never had the breakout game uh, yeah. at all. And uh, they they had enough multiple defenders and and uh, to to do the job in, in, in that one. And of course, uh, you know the Nets were never whole all year. They didn't right. have Joe Harris all year. They, uh, they, were, they were always. I mean, it's been a big, big uh, issue in the postseason for so many teams of who's not playing rather than who is playing. And right. well, they were clearly better than the Nets. Then uh, the Bucks was a, a series of, of bursts, you know, and, um, and they they had their great games and their bad games, but then they. Uh, right. But the, but they had enough, uh, and, and I think Giannis got a little tired in the end, and, and definitely Jimmy Butler got a little tired after right. uh, by the seventh game, by, by that game uh, he was uh, he had coming off two great games, but he was uh, he had to do an awful lot of work. So well, that that's they they've had the multiple defenders to get the job done. Definitely, yeah, and he got a good start in the finals, taking game one away from the Warriors, and playing the home court, and. They came to play. Al Horford stepped up again, as he did against the Bucks and also the Heat. He's one player that's made assistant for them. He's there Al, that, that, that corner three. <laughs> yeah, you know it's really it's some story. Everyone that follows the game knows. A year ago, he was sat down by Oklahoma City, told we don't need you. Uh, we're going to go with kids and and have a nice seat, Al, Uncle Al. And uh, and then he got traded here, and we all shrugged. We you know after three years, two in Philly and. And that year in Oklahoma City, we said, well, the world's telling us he's done. 
and he's not done. And uh, he, he's thrived here again, and he's been so important uh, on and off the court. And and um, you know he. Uh, you can't say enough about Allen. I'm so happy for him. He's such a worthy guy. You know, he he holds the record for most playoff games played before getting to a finals. He now has gotten right. to his first finals, and he certainly deserved to get to the finals. Yes, another player also stepped up in a game one win was Derek White. He was crucial in a oh. game one win. Every every run that the Warriors made, he answered. He's been a uh, <clears throat> really a, a major addition. And now, when they first got him. Uh, he had a good start, and then he, his, shit, really, his shooting fell off for a long time. Right. But he's got his shooting back, as you can see, <clears throat> and he is an excellent defender. Uh, he, he helps that hole there. He gives him another versatile defender, he, uh, and, uh, and, and he knows how to play. He just does. He, he has a good feel for basketball. He, you know, he, he, of course, he comes from San Antonio where you, you, definitely, learn, you definitely learn how to play. Um, it's a wonderful story, though, his whole saga starting out right. Division Two. And uh, you know, and then moving up for the one-year Division One, and the whole story—it's a really heartwarming story. And he seems to be a very deserving guy. Definitely, definitely. And ahead of Game Three, um, the Warriors tied the record one-one. The Warriors went on a run and seemingly won one Game Two on wire to wire, and they were to hold off the Celtics in the fourth quarter this time. Ahead of Game Three, what adjustments do you think? The, um, the- well, I think the biggest thing—I think it's pretty obvious. The Celtics have to stop turning the ball over. They, they survived yeah. game one uh, and with the phenomenal fourth quarter, but they had to help dig themselves a hole with the turnovers. The turnovers are almost disgraceful. There's, now, I, I concede, that's not concede, I, I certainly will admit right. that a certain percentage of the turnovers are forced by a terrific defense. The very right. first possession of the game, Draymond Green, <laughs> excuse me, tied up yeah. If I'm wrong, all right, 30. <laughs> that, that, that is right, definitely. Also, they're going to have home court advantage um, for games 24. And TD Guard is going to be rocking very loudly. You haven't had any finals? Definitely. Um, Jason Tatum won the first ever Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP award. Um, can't think of a player more fitting. Yeah, um, he, he's a very talented individual, and obviously he's first team all league for the first time. Uh, he's, 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 a, he's a great, truly a great player, and he has a range of skill. And the hardest, you know, when you have that kind of skill, to create his size. You know, you you need to have the best of balance that I call calibrate. Calibrate your skills with the other guys. Uh, know when to take over, when not to take over, when when to defer, when to pass. Uh, and and it's not that easy when you can get your shot. He can pretty much get his shot when he wants. Uh, and and he's you know, but uh, you you can't dominate uh, all the time. You have to know how to how to calibrate. He's, I think he's figured that out. And uh, uh, and he can defend. And he will be, yeah. and he can give you a triple double kind of game, and um, you know, so uh, 
Yeah, he, uh, and here's the thing about these. A very very young man in, in in the game, but that that that's just the reality of it. So so uh, you know they're, we were awful happy to have him. Yes, and then the, uh, what was the feeling when you heard Larry Bird had the MVP award named after him? Because I think it was very fitting. And it's yeah. happy that the Celtics are in the finals. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, well, it was a big night and a big thing for the Celtics because they named it, you know, Bob Cousy Award and Larry yeah. Bird Award. And, and uh, I saw, you know, uh, it's, it's quite an honor and, and, and very nice. And uh, it just who knew that the first recipient was going to be, uh, you know, a Celtic because there was no guarantee of that. So that was, it was really cool. Definitely. Yeah, my, my, so my favorite memory of Larry Bird is when he won 80 on three-point contest with one with warm-up jacket on. That memory to me always sticks out. <laughs> what about what about his career sticks out to you? Well, and that was Larry at his cocky best, you know, and <laughs> and uh, you know he he walking uh, the thing, you know, walking, turning around, walking off with the ball in the air, which he actually did in a game in Milwaukee in night in the eighty eighty six. He he had a great fourth quarter, and, and he put through the last three. Turned around, walked off, the ball was still in the air. Yeah, that, that, that's. That's pretty cocky, um, but Definitely. that's you know not everybody's like that, and Jason isn't like that. You know, very few people are like that. You know, I mean right. that, that. But um, Larry was supremely confident, uh, and and he, in those days, eighty four, eighty five, eighty six, uh, you know, that was his peak years of health and of right. being able to play, uh, at, at, and, and uh, you know, it was something to see. I, I, I miss seeing it. Definitely, he played in season thirteen season NBA playoffs twelve times. That's longevity and is used to winning. Winning culture to something that. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. Yep. So. Okay. Um, what do you think about the job Emilio Doka is doing? Or has done this whole entire playoffs. You know, when when um, he was hired, uh, I, I I took note that in all the years I've covered the league, going back to 1969, oh. I, I I and you got to be careful when you use the words always and never. But I had never seen a, a rookie coach, a coach who had yet to coach a regular season game, right. get such praise from the outside world. Everyone thought this was a great hire. I'm not talking about the team that hired him saying, oh, we got a good guy. I'm talking about everybody else saying, you got a great guy. Right. And uh, I said, boy, I hope people in Boston don't think he's going to walk across the Charles to get to the game, you know. And, well, and by the middle of January, you're going, what's the fuss? What was the fuss, you know? Well, we've right. seen now what the fuss was about. Um, he, he, <laughs> he has... Challenge these guys who need when they needed to be challenged. Um, he he uh, he just got the right balance of of of, right. of, of uh, compassion and and and, and, and of toughness and his X's and O's of course are excellent. But um, he excuse me, I'm trying to battle a little cold here. That's why I'm gasping a little bit. Um, <laughs> he um, he's turned out to be everything they said he was, and, and um, uh, it was everything has worked out. Brad Stevens is doing fine as a, as a uh, an executive. And, and, and Amy, who was hired by Brad Stevens, has turned out to be the right guy. The players love playing for him. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, so far it's so good. It's been great. Definitely has. Definitely has. Yeah, the thing about this Celtics experience is it will give this, this Boston Celtics a lot of them experience and want to get back regardless of the outcome. They have the eyes set on winning the title, but regardless, they won't forget this experience. They want to get back regardless, want to lose. That's a very good point. Uh, this is their first taste of it, and you know, they'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll, they'll learn from it. Uh, 
Uh, you don't want to make the mistake of assuming it means you're going to be back without, you know, and just by Very showing true. up. I, we all know, I mean, uh, how that goes. And, and yeah. uh, But I think that hopefully they're going to be mature enough to understand that. I mean, I if they lose, they're losing to, a, you know, uh, one of the most interesting and, and uh, praiseworthy groups that's ever played the game. You know, they're going to right. lose to that core group. If they lose, they're going right. to lose to that core group of, of, of Steph and Clay and, and Draymond. Draymond. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's one of the great trios that's ever played together in this league. And, yeah. and uh, you know, the, the, you, there's no disgrace involved, you know. Uh, if, right. if, and I felt that way about Miami, too. And I, uh, I think they're a worthy team. And I think that, obviously, we all know what the Warriors are capable of doing. So, it's an honor. Frankly, I think it's an honor to play them. Definitely. Uh, Bob, always a pleasure. Thanks for your time. We spoke out after the finals. We'll really talk about it. Okay. Always a pleasure with you, John. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Yes, that was lovely. Hey, glad to be with you. Definitely. Okay. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Take, right. Take care. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, that was legendary sports writer. Bob Ryan was joining me. Thanks for joining me. Catch you next time.